This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3649, for Thursday, the 28th of July, 2022. Today's show is entitled, Linux and Laws Sai, 20 Years in Review. It is hosted by Monochromic and is about 72 minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is, The Last 20 Years in Review. Linux in Laws, a podcast on topics around free and open source software, any associated contraband, communism, the revolution in general, and whatever else fancies your tickle. Please note that this and other episodes may contain strong language, offensive humor, and other certainly not politically correct language. You have been warned. Our parents insisted on this disclaimer. Happy mum! Thus, the content is not suitable for consumption in the workplace, especially when played back on a speaker in an open plan office or similar environments. Any minors under the age of 35 or any pets, including fluffy little killer bunnies, your trusted guide dog, unless on speed, and cute T-Rexes or other associated dinosaurs. Please note that the events, personae, and timelines discussed in the following episode are purely fictitious, as they may have occurred in a parallel universe. This especially applies to conclusions drawn from these, including any investments decisions. You have been warned. This is Legs Illaws, Season 1, Episode 61. How are things, Martin? Well, uh, since it's... um... Well, May, June, May, almost. and it's going to be my um, uh, oh, can't remember now. Um, don't know if they're going to let, let me out of like, the wheelchair today. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yes, um, things have moved on a bit, so we are on. But first of all, we Martin million. will yes, Martin Sorry. will will thank the Queen, the Queen, for yes, about, yes, for about thirty bank holidays. Maybe no, more. Just, 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 well, I mean, there's one every year, of course. But, um, uh, well, in fact, there's two bank holidays every year for, uh, actually, no, only one of them is for the Queen's birthday. Um, but, yeah, this year we have two. So, thank you very much, the Queen. It's very thoughtful. And we shall celebrate your 70-year anniversary. So, to the Queen. Oh, okay, <laughs> to the Queen, yes. And you finally have converted... Sorry, sorry. So, Martin, you have finally converted to a full royalist in that case. Because just because I, don't, of I, don't, I have no idea what a full royalist is, to be honest. Um, well, people that cherish the Queen because of that extra day off. Well, I think everybody cherishes the Queen, actually. I, well, I wouldn't go that far in my case. Well, you don't have a Queen. You just have some well, dodgy well, plus, who, plus, who, who buys plus gas from Putin, is that? <laughs> plus the I can't fact that I'm <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Plus the fact that I'm half Irish anyway, so the, the concept of a queen is, is not exactly... Well, yes, I mean, I'm half Irish almost. 
What do you mean you're half Irish? Are you half Irish? Or you know, like no, no, I'm half Irish. Like, Simple as like that. Forty nine percent. Forty nine point five. Yes, <laughs> the last time I looked. Okay. No, no, it just, it just. I mean, if you live in this country for long enough, it it gets to you in terms of it, you notice that addiction. So, needless to say, I uh, be, being a half Irish almost, and oh, being a royalist is is not compatible. Well, it depends which part of Ireland, right? Well, there's only one real <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> well, you say that. If it's 19, all the same islands. No. <laughs> if 1922 in other history is anything to go by. It's, uh, yeah. Indeed. Hmm. Okay. okay. Um, how do Back we get to the episode at hand. Oh, yes. We should probably explain what this is all about before our listeners get even more confused. Oh. Now, the following episode, well, yes. Anything you want to add before I do the explanation? Well, what are you um, celebrating? I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating. I'm not, I'm not celebrating anything. Oh, well, you're not thanking your chancellor for the, um, <laughs> the funding. For the, happy, <laughs> for the, for the happy web, for the heavy weapons that, that he's about to ship into the Ukraine. <laughs> Olaf Scholz, if you're listening, this is for you. Well done. After about two years of procrastination, I'm joking, only about two months. <laughs> Indeed. And full marks for this swap deal or whatever it's called, as in this triangle of we're going to give some Baltic states weapons and in turn they're going to give their old weapons to the Ukraine or something. <laughs> A smart yeah. move. <laughs> yes. Very good. Are you envying us, Martin, that we have such a brave chancellor? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think think that word has been associated with him in any publication I've seen. (laughs) Um, I wonder why that is, Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Not to worry about this. Martin, before we go into the episode that has been brought back from the future, Mm. probably now is the time to shed some light actually on where we are in 2022 with regards to funny enough download figures okay i thought and any idea uh, any idea martin how many people listen to us i I was been told that hpr doesn't finish any of these things which is very true yes but you see hpr has this wonderful you but wonderful um trait i'm tempted to add that they mirror the mp3s on something called archive.org details maybe in the show notes archive.org actually does keep stats Hmm. and funny enough on archive.org and they they only keep stats for the published episodes so if you take a look at the calendar the episodes that have been released but do not feature on the rss feed probably you will not see on archive.org. But okay. if I if I take a look at archive, or if we take a look at, mm-hmm. at archive.org, for the last one year and one, and or almost, almost one year and a half, we clock in on average between 1,500 and 2,500 listeners. Given the fact that we have launched this podcast, short 
of two and a half years ago, that's quite amazing. Yeah. That's my impression anyway, or that's my yeah. opinion rather. Yeah, nice. Well, thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was the details will be explained <laughs> in a minute. Okay, okay. <laughs> or two. What started out as a hobby project apparently mm. now has attracted a significant yeah. audience because if you just use your favorite search engine, HPR and thus archive.org is only a fraction of our listenership. There's a chap out there on YouTube that scrapes the episodes and puts us up there. So mm -hmm. whoever you are, thank you. Mm. Because if you go to YouTube and type in Linux in-laws, you get to that feed, which is the audio, of course, plus some logo, I think. It's probably not quite the right um, medium for it. but <laughs> Yes, but the yeah. fact alone it's, it's... tells you something. Never yeah. mind the number of sources that simply syndicate us and give us credit. So I reckon it's fair to say... Summing this up, and this is just a projection, on average, we are listened to by anything between 5,000 and 10,000 listeners per episode, given the fact that, as I said, quite a few people syndicate us. Sure you got the decimal point in the right place there. Say again? Are you sure you got the decimal point in the right place there? Maybe maybe I'm off by magnitude, so maybe it's just 50,000 to 100,000 people. I don't know. <laughs> no, jokes aside, people, a big thank you from the two of us, because without you, this would not be possible. People wouldn't syndicate us if the listenership wouldn't be out there. And needless to say, if you think there's anything worth improving, mm. the email address is sponsors at linuxinlaws.eu. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's, of course, feedback at linuxinlaws.eu. Um, However, there is also a sponsor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the Microsofts, the Googles of the world. <laughs> Never mind the Teslas and all the rest of them. If you want to mm. send us money, please get in touch by a sponsor at linuxinlaws.eu. And we may have, in the future, we may have a Patreon feed, but this purely optional um, that remains to be seen, but the content will always be Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike. Because that's exactly the license that we choose to publish the podcast under. Yep. And with that, on to the episode. Yeah, but before we're going to go into the future, maybe we oh. should explain why we are... Publishing, is that the word I'm looking for? While well, releasing a future episode. Hmm. Because funny enough, <clears throat> the following about four hours, maybe I'm going to cut this down to two. Maybe in HPR we'll cut it down back to one hour again. I'm joking, Ken, if you're listening. No, jokes aside. The following episode has been recorded in 2042. And through time travel has made it back hmm. to the year 2022. So this is the reason why we're calling this 20 years in review. To be precise, of course, it should be 24 years in review because we we started the podcast about, 20, about two years ago. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But before 
But before basically we go into that future episode, we should probably explain how time travel is possible. Martin, you want to give it a go? Well, you just get yourself a um, uh, DeLorean. Uh, yes! <laughs> Links will be in the show notes. Strap <laughs> a bunch of uh, bits to the outside. <laughs> Very much so. Stuff happens. <laughs> Doc Martin, if you're listening, this episode is also, is also for you. Indeed, indeed, yes. Yeah. On a slightly more serious note, no, um, I was more referring to the theoretical theory, to the theoretical concept rather wow. than just using a car. Oh, you mean Einstein and stuff? Okay. Almost, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, time time travel into the future is easy anyway, right? You don't need anything fancy for that, apart from. The great big freezer. Um, no, you just wait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you wait. But if you want to be in a similar sort of state as you are now, then you make sure you're in a big freezer. This is can it take a very long time span. So, yes. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be more precise in terms of where you want to go in the future, and also maybe you want to go back to the uh, history or into into a point of time of time in history anyway um, so it's i mean it's not that difficult when you think about it um, mm-hmm. i'm going to spare the math because the math actually is a little bit tricky but if you imagine <laughs> math, no, let's, bear with me it's not that complicated you have your normal <laughs> no i mean seriously you have your normal 3d universe right as in mm. hey well like, which which whatever. one which one X, Y, and Z. Yeah, but the, the the universe that you're living in. That's what ah, okay, okay. Okay. That means three dimensions. Now, if you... Well, it's debatable. But yeah, if you compress these three dimensions on a single dimension plane, mm. you have something that you can fold. Yeah. Now, if you fold it in the right way, and as I said, I'm going to spare the math because the math is a little bit tricky. <laughs> If you fold this plane... What happens right when plane, you unfold it? <laughs> well, we're going to get to that in a minute, but okay, bear with okay. me. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. then fold it, you can travel between the points that touch each other on that mm-hmm. plane yeah, in zero sense. distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just takes a bit of energy and a little bit, a little bit of complicated math. <clears throat> Yeah, there's a few sort of practicalities in this <laughs> that don't work, so, but never mind. <laughs> exactly. So essentially, I mean, nice theory. Warp, warp yeah. travel. No, no, it's not a theory because the Enterprise did it in what twenty three fifty seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, hence the warp. Uh, hence the term warp drive, mm, because essentially uh, that is what you do. Good. You warp that plane until these points touch, and then you are able to travel within almost zero distance. Um, but at the, but at the same time, continuing, but we're going to get to, but we're going to get to that in a minute in kind of light speed as an instantaneous, and that's exactly how a warp drive works. Now, if you throw a little bit more of more energy and a little bit of more complicated math into the equation, that means you add a fourth dimension. That means you have your typical time space. You have three dimensions, and you have a fourth dimension called time. Now, again, if you compress that on one plane, you can bend that plane. Mm-hmm. If then two points touch each other, you can not just only travel distance, but you can also travel time. 
people, you heard it here first. It's not that complicated. <laughs> you just need a few. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Terra, the practicalities. <laughs> terra electro, electron vault to make it happen. Yeah. So kids, don't don't try this at home because your continent will go dark. Hmm. Well, actually, no, it, it, all, it all makes sense. This is why. Um, yes, Mark. Uh, that's the reason why I'm explaining this. <laughs> no, no, no. This, it all makes sense. This is why um, uh, Elon is so successful in the electricity market. Right? This is obviously we've told this out. Really. Who's successful in the electricity market? Elon. Me? Elon. No. Elon. Ah, Elon. Elon Musk. Yes. How does Mr. Musk feature in that equation? I wonder. Well, unless he, unless he has, yes, unless yeah. he has time traveled, I don't know. Yes, of course. Of course. Do you think he's from the future? Well, I don't, but yeah, people do. <laughs> Who does? I don't know, people. Okay, fair enough. I don't know them personally, let's put it that way. Well, I mean, if he's really from <clears> the future, why <throat> does, why do the, why do his cars have so many flaws in terms of kill people with, with autonomous driving, get the software wrong, all the rest of it? Well, it's because they're built by people, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, if he's from the future, he must have sussed these problems out. Yeah, but you can't... Uh, he doesn't write all bits of code himself on this. This is the problem. Hmm. Al- Elon, if you're listening, please get please do get in touch with us. <laughs> the, the email address is feedback.elon.eu. We can help you. No yes. worries. Yes. <laughs> but without further ado now, this episode, as I said, is about 20 years in the future. Let's see, let's see basically what happens in 20 years' time. And without further ado, this is the episode. Martin, how are things? Uh, yeah, <laughs> what happened to you? I mean, given the fact that you, after the IPO of something called Linux in laws, that you put the. <laughs> <laughs> that you put the. Uh, that you put the, the. this, this, this. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, this concept called art, uh, altered um, carbon. The details will be in the show notes. Into production, actually, mm. you should you should sound like myself. Like time didn't affect you. Apparently, that's different. Of course, of course, yes. Ah, that sounds much better. So you fine tuned the software. Excellent. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. I mean, it's uh, yeah, the uh, I can't glad the Linux Inos IPO happened because we're still waiting for the this ones. Okay, we're going to shed on the light, the light on the IPO in a few minutes, but before this, we should probably explain. We're recording this in the June of the year 2042, say yes, of course. Mm. Lots of things has happened, uh, have happened since we, in, since we came up with the podcast in the year 2020. Mm. Probably now is the time because I reckon not that many of the original listenership will be with us at, in, in this point of time. We should probably explain how the podcast came into existence. For, for, for those people who are new to the podcast as in have joined within the last 20 years or cannot remember the first couple of episodes where we explained how the podcast came into existence, actually... The whole idea dates back to a an evening mm-hmm. in a craft beer bar in the lovely city of Prague. Mm. In when was it, Martin? In November of 2019. Okay. Yes. Can you remember? I remember the uh, the craft beer bar. 
and uh, <laughs> that's as far as it goes. <laughs> they had um, <clears throat> they had uh, uh, chicken wings on a scale of zero to ten in, in hotness. Yes, <laughs> in terms of hotness, yes. yes. And Martin chickened out at two. I don't think so. Um, no, I think I went for a moderate five, which. Um, I think I went at, I went for you, eight or something, and I deeply yeah. regret it. <laughs> regret you, you, it. you were sweating rather a lot, yes, <laughs> whilst eating them. <laughs> Chicken wings aside, that's that was the point yeah. in time, and we were actually at mm. an at an outing of a company long gone by now, called then Redis Labs. Mm. After afterwards, Redis, but the rest is history. But we may touch on this over in in the next kind of two hours or something, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I think your recollection of the history of Redis <laughs> might be different to mine. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. uh, it's as I said. I think it's the nineteenth of November, twenty nineteen. COVID hadn't hit then. Yet, anyway, uh, only maybe in isolated parts of China. I do not know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Martin and myself are in this craft beer bar and are talking about free and open source software. Mm-hmm. And over a couple of beers, we came up with the idea of why not do a podcast on this? Yeah, I think it was inspired by the, uh, by the Outlaws, right? Yes. We should probably explain where the name comes from. Well, it's, it's, that's why we got onto the podcast topic. Yes. There was, of course, a podcast called Linux Outlaws. Hmm. David Lynch and Fabian Fab Schachel are probably long dead by now. Maybe not. Hang on there, yeah. No, Dan is older than is older or was older than me. So, but Fab may be listening. I don't know, Fabian, if you're listening, this is for you. Did a podcast called Linux Outlaws in between 2009, 2010, stuff like this, and 2014, 2013, mm-hmm. and then podcast stopped. But. The format, I'm tempted to say, was somewhat inspired by these two guys, and links will be in the show notes. Yep. So, um, the idea was to do a podcast almost similar to Linux Outlaws, but with a spin, with a twist. And that's exactly how Linux Inlaws was born. Hence mm-hmm. the name, hence the logo. Hence the IPO, hence world domination. But we're <laughs> going to get to that in a minute. Yes, very good. Very good. Okay. Um, it was born as a hobby project. Uh, but over the years, it developed into something much more serious. We did an initial stats. I mean, okay, first of all, we should probably explain where we hosted the stuff initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, we chose Hacker Public Radio for a reason. Because Hacker Public Radio, don't know when it fell by the wayside, but it must have been in the mid-30s. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Mm, I think um, they didn't, couldn't cope with the traffic we were producing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but, then, but then, Martin, we should probably ha- we should probably had put aside some of the of the moolah from the IPO for proper content delivery network for them. That's but you true. have the objective to that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. We chose Hacker Public Radio for a reason. Because at the time, 
2021, that was the platform of choice hmm. for, I'm almost tempted to say, anything goes episodes. You can talk about your experience at a mental hospital. You could, you could talk about uh, COVID stuff or not. You could publicly uh, derail Richard Storm and all the rest of it. Essentially, it was a free platform for anything, not just free and open source software related. Mm -hmm. But sadly enough, as Martin already hinted at, uh, due to the roaring success of a somewhat <laughs> unbeknownst podcast, <laughs> yes, that platform unfolded <laughs> in the mid thirties. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So for the last, mm. for, for the first 10 years, anyway, we successfully hosted the episodes on Hacker Public Radio. Mm. Much of the initial automation was written with HPR in mind that initially drove the podcast. Going back to my original remark, what came into existence, I was just getting there, man. Oh, okay. What came into existence as a, as a hobby project developed into much more serious stuff about after about two years. The downloads on Hacker Public, on Hacker Public Radio alone reached a comfortable four-figure level. People were scraping us and putting the audio files up on YouTube. And a lot of people who shall go unnamed syndicated us and simply scraped the stuff and hosted the MP3s on their site, mm -hmm. probably just to gain traffic, which is okay, because the episodes were licensed under Creative Commons attribution and share alike. That was the original intent behind the podcast. But give the fact that, I'm, that I still have a co-host. <laughs> yes, we both who, survived. Who, who, who every now, exactly, who every now and then talks to, making now's the time uh, to hand it over to Mark to talk about more DeLorean-oriented stuff, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I mean, the original DeLorean is obviously not the kind of car that you want. Uh, mentioning the Irish connection, he was a dodgy Irish guy came up with the idea and <clears throat> lost a lot of money in this, right? Well, it wasn't his own money. It was the No no you money. lost a lot of money. No no when you no, bought no, these DeLorean chairs. I thought you'd have you bought these DeLorean chairs. Why would I want to do that? Because that car could travel time? <laughs> ah, okay. I think that that's only the one in the movie I'm afraid. Oh, that was just the one original of DeLorean is some somewhat um, yeah. <laughs> Um, you have I to make the, the right modifications to do this for business. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Now, I mean, I went to Belfast in the 90s and they had a museum in Hollywood, which was just off Belfast, and there was actually DeLorean in that museum, hmm. which was quite fascinating because I think the the movie was done in the 80s, if I'm not completely mistaken, of the last mm -hmm. century. Correct. Wow. That's what six years ago or something. But we're getting old. Well, it, it, as we were talking about earlier, it happens all the time. <laughs> it's getting all the business. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Uh, so we should yeah. probably talk. Uh, no, no, Martin. Um, we mm. should probably now talk <clears throat> about what happened after. Um, after this pivotal point in time around 2022, when we surprisingly enough had a listenership of more than 10 people. 
Uh, yes. Well, what happened after that was that... Um, I mean, you, you spoke to Satire, no? You wanted to retire or something, and so you... No, I mean, if I recall correctly, you reached out to Satire himself. Yeah, but that was... With, with, the, strange, different, with the strange different reason, idea... As I mentioned already. <laughs> no, with the strange idea that Mr. that Mr. Nadella, as in Microsoft, should buy the podcast. Hmm. Ah. Uh, no. I thought no, you no, did. No, no, no. No, okay. we don't want anybody to buy the podcast, that's for sure. We're happy for, we? for people's okay. Yes. Yes, don't you remember no. we had that uh, that, that <laughs> discussion about uh, the future of the podcast in, uh, I think, what is it, the, uh, the 10th of June 2022, something like that? Did we? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't keep records, apparently, because I can't ah, recall this. Ah, okay. Ah. So okay. maybe you can enlighten me, Martin. It sounds, sounds Apparently like the me- memory you, you, implant it's, it's, isn't working very well. No, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, Martin, maybe maybe now is the time to shed more light on this because apparently your memory is much better than mine. Well, yes, so what I, happened I, I, at the 10th of June in 2022? I've paid a small fortune for some uh, extra bits to be added to my brain. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, please go ahead. <laughs> did no, it work out, I wonder? What did, Sorry. Adding the bits to your brain. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Well, it's, that's wonderful for your memory. So, um, so years of alcohol abuse are wiped out in no time. <laughs> Money well spent. Well, no, actually, here's here's a, here's a handy tip for you. Um, if you want to improve your brain, drink more alcohol. I've been doing this for the last sixty plus years. Okay, good, good. Well, this is a, a listener tip, right? It's. Uh, um, <laughs> No, seriously, I mean, <laughs> I wonder if it if it checks out though. No, no, no. But it's, 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 it's a, a it's a so-called long term study, right? no? Yes, well, that that too. But it's uh, the the alcohol kills off the the you know the poorly brain cells, so you, your brain just gets more efficient and smarter. That's the fact that alcohol conserves cells. No, I thought it did. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, if you put them in a jar, yes. <laughs> exactly. A whole different matter altogether. You probably wouldn't want to do that to yourself. No, that's, that's, okay. That's unwise. And... It's quite a living experiment, though. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm. Okay. Yes. So going back to the 10th of June, 2022. Yes. By, by all means, Martin, go, go back to your records, please. Yes. So um, after you did some digging in the stats of our listenership, um, you mentioned some numbers of more than 10, which prompted yes. us to discuss the future of the podcast. Um, and I think you mentioned dollars uh, on a number of occasions. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. Um, the, at that stage, for the last two years, because I was desperately looking for sponsors, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes apparently, yes. that all changed. It all changed. It all changed. It, they, um, after that... Um, we had that live uh, live listenership published. It uh, the sponsors came uh, knocking on the door. In fact, the um, mm-hmm. I think you had to upgrade your email server as well, didn't you? To get um, oh yeah, D Wave was kind enough after this back mm. that took place in twenty twenty two in September, if I recall correctly. D Wave was kind enough to donate a couple of D Wave three Ys as yeah. the successor of something called a D Wave two X. Hmm. That gave us quantum mail out of the box. Pretty neat machine, but of course now 
ancient technology. Indeed. Funny enough, Martin, whatever happened to this Broadcom acquisition of something called Microsoft, VMware, and NVIDIA? Say again. <laughs> no, I think... In, who, who's buying who? <laughs> <laughs> like I, mean, I mean, Broadcom started with this, with this ah, idea yes. of, of yes. buying yes. VMware, right? And then didn't yes. stop at Microsoft and, of course, also NVIDIA, never mind their, 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 their market cap of being twice the Broadcom market capitalization. Mm. Okay. I mean, my memory uh, yeah. is somewhat failing there. So whatever happened to the VMware acquisition? Do you remember? No, no. It's uh, something that's kind of been erased from the past. <laughs> did, you, did you preempt this? <laughs> okay, yeah. let, me, let me take a look here. Maybe, uh, maybe hmm. I have some records. Um, okay. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Broadcom apparently reached out to somebody in Moscow. Oh, but for some reason Moscow was short of... know, or... <laughs> not personally. Anyway, okay. uh, no, but Moscow was short, on, was short was short was short was short on cash too, which nicely, of course, brings us to the conflict. They were short on cash. How come? Did 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 yes, because... finally stop stop buying gas? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Russia had to fund this conflict. Back in, I think yes. there started some sort of war in the twenty twenty-two. It was big news at the time. It was, it was. But yes, but it's been a while. But if I recall correctly, Martin, and correct me if I'm wrong, the whole thing was to stop NATO in its tracks, as in in Poland, and not move any further into into the Eastern Hemisphere. Poland. Yes. Oh, stop it at Poland, you mean? Yes, exactly. Poland became a member of NATO in what, 20... Quite a while ago. 11? 20, maybe 7? Maybe maybe the show notes. Many years ago. Hmm. Um, Yes. Uh, But however, um, so you were talking about the funding of this activity, No. Um, of the war, yes. Germany hmm. played a significant role. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Indeed, I, indeed. Fortunately, Britain had left the European Union at that stage already. Hmm. Hmm. Great, great. <laughs> In hindsight, a smart move. <laughs> Too bad that the that the United Kingdom was gone very short afterwards because countries like Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Wales decided to defect hmm. and join the EU in the 30s smart move. So the United Kingdom was reduced to something called England once again and fell by the wayside and now serves as a tourist attraction uh, for some US tourists, as it has as it had been the case for the last couple of centuries prior to that. Oh, no, 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 no. We got also Chinese people. Um... <laughs> Sorry, international tourists. Yes. Yes, we don't want to. Uh... Uh, kids at home, uh, it's like Disneyland, only slightly bigger. And Indeed. they used to have a queen, but apparently she perished long ago. Well, you say that, but. Um, but it is that. now 2042, and she died in what? I can't even remember. Last year, no? Last year? Hmm. Okay. Okay, so finally, Google 
really did this prototype in terms of picking Elizabeth II as the I, Martin, you can't be serious. I thought that was mm-hmm. classified. Hang on. You having access to Google Internal Records? That's amazing. Okay. Alphabet. is considerably more um, useful than it was in 2022, right? So, uh, well, we should probably check with the lawyers first, but okay, we might cut this out. Anyway, Alphabet in the year 2027 decided to, well, time travel actually. <laughs> And at that stage, they wanted to, and this sounds like a wild goose chase, but doesn't matter. They had already at that stage technology developed with regards to genetic enhancements. They had been actually doing research on how to delay, if not stop, human aging for the last 10 years in the year 2019 or something like this. So finally in 2029, uh, they decided to put this technology to a test, t- travel back in time, and shows apparently, if Martin's records are anything to go by, Queen Elizabeth II as their first prototype. But apparently it wasn't that successful, no, because no, if she died in 2041... Yes, uh, well, this is temporary, right? So, um... Oh, she's, she's suspended? No, 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 no. So... so... They they just uh, so instead of the Google approach to delay aging, um, there was another more successful company, who shall remain nameless. Why <laughs> for the time being? Well, it's, 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 if you, do we have stock in the market? <laughs> <laughs> SEC, uh, you, the, you um, didn't hear this, and yes. we got to cut this out anyway. <laughs> we, we'll publish this uh, at, at the appropriate time when <laughs> the stock price is Maybe right. in twenty ninety seven or something. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Um, that, yes. That, anyway, that, so, so, that, remains, yes. That, that shall remain nameless. So, what's mm, the crack mm. button? So, they, they, uh, I mean, you know about um, uh, rebuilding, uh, let's say, uh, tissue from DNA, right? So, they uh, completed this process successfully. Um, there was for... a there was a documentary in twenty eighty seven called The Fly, with a Actor called Jeff Goldblum. Um, I think. No, they, they were shoving him through some portal. And, well, that's not same. The, the, the basic logic was pretty much the same. <laughs> no. Well, I guess, yeah, you have to rebuild the, rebuild the DNA. That's exactly mm-hmm. it, yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. most of the people actually mistook this movie for a sci-fi movie. Of course, it was the documentary at the time. But um, mm. as, as Martin alluded to, the company shall remain nameless. Yes. Yes, it will be all will be revealed at the appropriate time. Yes, um, but it has something to do with the laws, of course. Okay, so what are the details then? If Queen Elizabeth isn't really dead, but just suspended? Well, no, she she is actually dead, but they she uh, is dead. Okay, she will, she, she will be rebuilt at the appropriate time for um, resurrecting the UK to its former glory and taking over the world. Apparently. <laughs> That sounds scary, Martin. <laughs> You're talking well, about a zombie queen. No. <laughs> I mean, if you revive a dead, that would be probably called a zombie, no? Um, I, I think probably 
you watch TV. When a royal zombie, fair enough, but still a zombie. <laughs> royal zombie. Um, no, I mean, seriously, isn't that the term? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, but then if you, there are also people that die temporarily, right? And they are being revived. Would you call those a zombie? Probably not. No. Yeah. People have a heart attack. But, and uh, heart stops and their brain stops. Yeah, but I mean, that's second. Minutes, I don't know. But if you're talking days. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. Is, is there a time limit for zombie zombiness? <laughs> ask the ask the director of the Walking Dead or whatever it was called back in the back yeah. in the teens or something. I can't remember. Uh no, no. So yes, um, but before big we, thing, big thing. Really, yeah. Sorry, but before we read any <clears> further, <throat> we should probably go <clears> back <throat> to the history of Linux in laws. So, Martin, uh, you want to... You wanna, yes. <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> if we're pushed for time anyway. Uh, so, Martin, you want to you wanna shed some light on the history that led us to, to, to the IPO, to the initial public offering of something called Linux In-Laws in the year, when was it, 28, 28 or something? Hmm. Well, it all, it all came about um, with the, uh, the final successful... Uh, construction of the of the let's say the, the non-DOA version of the time travel right so which meant that uh, we could influence the future of many things um, which of course we didn't because that would violate time, tra- time travel rules Martin, well it, I'm, I'm, not, talk- I'm not talking about physical things it's more, more okay. simple right? it's, um, but Martin please regard the classified information here <laughs> Given the fact that this episode might be shipped back mm. to the year 2022, ah, yes. we should be we should be a little bit scarce on the details. So, about yes. the big picture that led us to the IPO will do nicely. Yes, well, the big picture is that um, we successfully marketed our um, uh, podcast, really, which, um, uh, yeah, being of such. Uh, Great content, as as per all our thousands of uh, reviewers for every episode, um, is testament to. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, this is um, the twenty million uh, yes. view. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yes. As in the one sentence explanation why it, why the IPO actually happened. Okay, we can probably review the details now. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, we cannot go into into mm. a low level of of detail because the SEC might shut us down, and that prob- probably probably oh, it's already happened. Yeah, so it's it's uh, well. Hmm. No, I mean going on in terms of. Uh, some things should remain nameless in, in terms mm-hmm. of not revealed because otherwise some people will ca- will be able to, well, let's put it this way, make the share uh, price uh, tank. Yes, and, and obviously and that's not great. competing podcasts with the because, Yes, because, <laughs> yes, because some, <laughs> but Martin, you see, if that happens, yeah. some of our institutional investors will not be pleased. And Martin, you don't want to have the the Mexicans and the Russians after the rebuilding of the empire, but we're going to go into the details in a minute, on your doorstep. No, you don't. So to to, to give the kind of brief outline, Hmm. Alphabet and Microsoft got, got into the bidding war over the rights. Martin got a phone call from a guy called Satana Nadella, 
and a guy called Sundar Pichai rang me in 2025, I think, hmm. with this hilarious proposition of they might buy the podcast then and there. Indeed. After about, what, five years of, of hinting at the fact that there is an email address <laughs> called sponsor at Linux in law.eu and that never received any mails from, from neither Microsoft nor Google. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. No, this, this, no, um, no uh, it's not possible that, um, what's his name, this Microsoft guy rang me because... You're you're already the, um, the the Microsoft user amongst this, aren't you? No, yeah, no. I, I use Gmail most of the time, so it's yeah, you, it, you can't, it can't possibly be that uh, that Microsoft has my details to contact me. Um, hmm. Your wife uses a Windows computer, if I'm completely mistaken. Yeah, but that doesn't have my phone number on it. So. This is what you think or thought, anyway. <laughs> anyway, to cut a long story short. Both offers were declined. Yes. But if we thought at the time that if these two chaps were anything to you go You forgot by, about the third chap anyway. Did I not mention You're this? not talking about this car guy, are, or are you? No, 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 no. Did I not mention the third guy? At the oh, time? I can't remember him. So take a look at your records. No, did I not mention him to you? Oh. No, you haven't. Oh, okay. Well, there was another guy who rang with an offer. You, he rang you, but you didn't ring me. No, no. We had, I but you, no but you never disclosed. But you never, you never, you never told me. So no, Martin, now's the, uh, no, Martin, now's the time. <laughs> well, you come twice. clean. He, he offered <laughs> twice as, as much as uh, what's the name, Satanya or something like that. Satanya, that, that used to be the the, the, the CEO of something hmm. called Microsoft. Yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah, so anyway, this this guy, I think his name was Jeff or something, or Jeff from somewhere. Anyway. Jeff? Mm. Jeff Goldblum, the actor. <laughs> no, no, no. He was living in 20... Okay, 20 is amazing. I thought he was dead by 2027. Jeff, um, what's his name? Be- Bezo? Bezos? Bezos? Be- yeah, him. Ah, the chap from, yeah. from, from the bookshop. bookshop. Yes, bookshop guy. Yes. Yeah, he ran, he ran up as well. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I thought he had sold the bookshop at that stage because he had to... Well, he still Cover has some left expensive he, he, he divorce or something. Yes. <laughs> no, he sold hey, hang on, hang on. Hmm. Martin, hang on. He got divorced in, what, 2020 or something, no? Oh, I don't know. I don't read Hello Magazine like you. So. <laughs> Are you serious? You have, you have given up your subscription once again, Martin. You're serious? That's well, you, amazing. you keep renewing it for me, but I don't need <laughs> Martin, there is a reason for this. <laughs> Okay, okay, it's important information in there. It's, yes, so that uh, you do not fall out of with re- that you do not fall out with reality once and for all. Okay, I see. And your wife apparently likes it too, well, because okay. every now and then she she sends she she sends me thank you thank you notes. <laughs> okay, maybe they're fake. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. True. Okay, yeah. back back to back to. No, I mean full, full disclosure, hmm. Jeff Bezos. If you're really talking about him. Had hmm. to finance, let's put it this way, a very expensive divorce. I think it was in 2020. Details maybe in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. after 20 plus something years of successful marriage, mm-hmm. where I actually built a, 
a little empire from an online bookshop into something much, much bigger. Uh, he started to ditch the wife, or the other way around, I can't even remember, mm-hmm. and there was some serious money involved, and he also had to sell the Washington Post afterwards, which he bought yeah, before, yeah. Prior, to yeah. the, prior to the divorce. Yeah, so, so uh, he, he rang up and he said, uh, now look, I had to sell this bookshop and fund my wife's divorce and stuff like that in the Washington Post. So, so, I, re- so I, really I have a few need, shillings left. <laughs> I have a few shillings left, and I really need... <laughs> Uh, okay. We need this podcast, so please sell it to me. That's kind of how it went. Yeah. So, what did you say? What did you tell him then? Well, I'll tell them no because we already had two better offers, and uh, and we don't okay. like the bookshop anyway. So that's kind of. Do we not? Uh, okay. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> so to cut long story short, after mm. these three D offers that were kindly declined, mm-hmm. uh, we put the whole foreman in front of. Let's put it this way: a couple of different institutional investors. <laughs> we sure we can't go into the details. For legal reasons, these, yes, exactly. Yes. Thanks yes. to the Security uh, and, and Exchange Commission. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, these, these, exactly. These institutional committee uh, uh, investors shall remain nameless. No, and money laundering doesn't have anything to do with it. Before anybody gets some strange ideas, totally legit. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we IPO'd the whole thing in twenty. When was it? J- July twenty seventh of twenty seventh, as in twenty twenty seven. Hmm. Which brings us rather to a somewhat sad interlude, because a guy called what's his name again, Leo Leprona something of Twit fame, tried a an unfriendly takeover. Just after the IPO. Leo, if mm. you're listening, I don't know if you're still alive, probably not. Or Leo's successor. <laughs> I won't be listening then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my technology has advanced a lot. So, uh, Twit, if you're listening, let's put it this way. That wasn't nice. <laughs> you no. could have sent us an, an email and we could have talked before you tried to take us over in an unfriendly way. And in that case, we wouldn't have to send parts of our institutional investors your way to sort it out. Too bad Twit didn't make it. Uh, yes. <laughs> Afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some sort of ruckus, yeah. I can't remember. Um, I still have to take a look at the police records, but apparently it wasn't pleasant. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but, which um, put in yeah, our... I do not remember in 2032 we um, we took over Twit and renamed it to something else. And what was le- yeah? What was left of it yes. exactly? Because yes. it it came at a bargain price. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, podcast history all the way. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> so of course, and in 2020, in 2037, Martin by some strange accident, came across a TV show called Altered Carbon. Some producers took the idea and rebranded it, I think, in 2022 and called it Upload. Same thing, only a little bit funnier. But anyway, the concept still remained the same, but Martin at the time already had made his few billions from the IPO. 
So for those of you who do not know Arthur Carbon, maybe Martin, you want to go into the I details? I think you mean, mean Trillion, surely, because by then... Sorry, Trillion, of course, like a, yes. a, a, a thousand times or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Martin, hmm. what exactly did you do with this with this Arthur Carbon thing? Well, the um, as you... Um, well, most most of our listeners are aware. The uh, uh, there's a maybe law, maybe not. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure everybody's familiar with Moore's law, right? That the uh, duplication of processing power every two years, which is uh, after a certain point became no longer the case because of the size of the actual physical transistors. Um, so the invent. The thing is, silicon was the basis of all, all microprocessors, which had a, has its physical limits and so on and so on. Well spotted, yes. <laughs> so um, at a certain point, we moved on to, to transistors based on uh, something else altogether, which is only one carbon atom thick. Um, and so the this this exploded the um, computing growth again. Hence the name. Yes. Also carbon, because it was the... Oh, almost. M Martin may be getting a little bit old, so let me fill Martin in on the details. <laughs> well, no, this, this, this is the carbon I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> carbon was a, was a TV series in the teens, I think, if I remember correctly. And, the, and exactly, what was, what and was the TV idea was... 2015, 20, 2016, something. I can't remember. Oh, so TV, the idea yes. was, okay. yes, mm. the idea was essentially to upload your consciousness into something called the cloud. Now, what Martin actually did, he took the concept, and Martin is not too far off the carbon here, and merged something called D-Wave C-14. Well, yes. So essentially, Martin took took the concept of this isn't, of this isn't cloud that, upload. Um, isn't that uh, illegal to copy people's? <laughs> Martin, it was in 2016. Oh, okay. But it wasn't in 20 17. in 2035 exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because you remember, you bribed the Senate to get some legislation in, ah, and it cost you, and it just cost you half a billion or something. It wasn't too expensive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. kiddies, don't try this at home. Martin had the funds at their disposal at that stage, uh, and it was somewhat a little bit on the dodgy side. Let's put it this way. Oh, before I forget, creative, not dodgy. Yes, yes. creative. That would be yeah. That <clears> would <throat> come. That would be the right yeah. That would be mm. the right expression. Okay. Anyway, to cut a long story short, mm. Martin actually merged the technology of something called a D wave. C14, which was the successor, 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 and successor <laughs> of the 2X that D-Wave released in 2016 or something like that. D-Wave at that stage wasn't just a quantum annealing company anymore. Pictures, picture IBM quantum technology merged with what Microsoft didn't reveal until 2040. And you don't, and you don't even come close to something that D-Wave was, was up to. Essentially, you're talking about temporal quantum technology. So not just quantum annealing, but rather technology that would allow you to send quantums back and forth in time. Meaning, 
you can do some of your computations in the past and some of your computations in the future and some of your computations in the present, which gives you, which just doesn't just give you exponential speed up, but rather something much more faster. Let's put it this way. And that's exactly what, what Martin used to put this Arthur Carbon thing into play, into reality. And that's exactly how we have survived so far. Mm. And chances are we might survive even longer. Oh, so yes. we might do this podcast yes. again in 2142. Well, we, maybe we, not. Every 100 years, right? That makes sense. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Very good, very good. So, um, before we close off the show, because we have been rambling on now for at least an hour, if not more, should we shed some, should we shed some <laughs> this, light this on the no? <laughs> Exactly, there's only part one of, of, of exactly, of a 27 part miniseries yes. of the history of something called Little's in Laws, exactly. Before we close off this part one, should we shed yes. more light on, 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 on Russia, the conflict, and what happened afterwards? Yes, we could do this. We could do this. Give us a shot, Martin. Well, as I recall, the um, uh, the special operation was um, very unsuccessful to start with. Um, but only for the la- for the first seventeen years, right? No, no. There was a um, there was a certain turning point um, where um, someone. In in, in the, the Russian military actually decided to use some tactics rather than just uh, shove a lot of people in a certain place. <laughs> and um, smart yeah. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> so so they actually got somewhere. Um, but then uh, yeah, and so the next thing that happened after that, there was kind of a, um, a temporary pause because they captured the east bit, and so they thought, well, that's that's where do we shall we stop now? Um, but, but Finland um, and Sweden and Norway already had joined the NATO uh, because mm. they were able to bribe Turkey yeah, into this yeah. vote, right? Yes, yes. With yes. some serious moolah. Yeah. Um, well, not, not, not just them. It was kind of partly funded by various other countries, the, the Turkey bribe. But, uh, that's, that's <laughs> Unfortunately, shot, shot. we can't go into the details. Yeah, we can't go into the details on this either. Um, but then, yeah, uh, sadly, uh, our friend in Russia uh, died of a, a disease. Um, and I thought it was, was an unnatural cause. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Well, the, the, the official story is, was that he, he died of cancer. But, yeah. um, anyway. This is so what you a, call a, a headshot? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some people call it murder, but that's my interpretation of the letter. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, um, Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, after that, there was a guy uh, who took over, what was his name? Um, Igor Schultz or something. Um, and he thought, now, hang on a minute, this was my friend. So he joined forces with... Um... You mean Georg Schröder? Oh, yes, yes, him, yes. Georg Schröder? The, 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 the Chancellor, yes. Yes, yes. So, so he, 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 was, he was great friends with, uh, with our, our Russian friend. So... He thought, well, why don't I take over this country as well, and then I'll make one great big sort of Central European what? super nation, um, which didn't go down well with NATO either, to be fair. So that didn't last long. Um, and yeah, well, so I think two months or something, right? 
<laughs> something like that. Something like that. So yeah, uh, sadly, um, part of this country was uh, well, that that country was somewhat destroyed in the process. But um, the beer production stayed stayed constant. So that was good. <laughs> good um, news. <laughs> I mean, the long and short of it is actually uh, the oh, European yeah, so, Union yeah. put a lot of money into rebuilding the Ukraine, and then mm. with that, with the with the interest of that money, Ukraine was actually able to buy the western part of something called Russia, and the Chinese, because of their again <laughs> rising economy, bought the rest. Ah. So, so, so about almost two thousand years of Russian history was put to rest. In about the time span of about a fortnight. Mm. Of course, rising shares in the US helped a lot, but that's a different story. The rest is in the history books. It is, it is. Yes. Um, so, children, on to part number two. On part number the... two, where we shall yes. actually discuss discuss more of the uh, technology advancements that we had over the last 20 years. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, part two is penciled currently in for the 2nd of July in the year 2142. <laughs> so stay tuned. Indeed. Yes. Stay tuned. There will be more. <laughs> yes. And of course, if you have any, if you have any feedback on this episode, oh. you can, of course, send mail to our quantum mail in, in the mm. system. The email address hasn't changed in the last 22 years. It's still feedback at linuxillus.eu, so feel free. But it's now the case that any spam, any phishing emails that you send to that mail address will be filtered out in the past, the present, and the future <laughs> concurrently. Because that's exactly what quantum mail technology is all about at the end of the day. Anyway, so bottom line is don't bother spending sending spam to that mail address. Hmm. But of course, serious feedback, and that includes uh, Laura, um, Biku, and our long-term listeners, is always appreciated. Never mind money. Everything well, just not, counts. Not, not, not money, but sponsorship. No, yeah. I, I, okay, we don't need money anymore. Fair enough. But it's you see, it's a gesture that counts, Martin. So if people want to send us a kind of a small amount of money, like a trillion dollars or something, ah. just as a gesture, that would do the trick nicely. PayPal donations are accepted, of course, too. Hey, hang on a minute. You, you missed... Are you, you still have dollars in your country. That's surely not... No, they're so called have... euros. That hasn't changed. Oh, uh, the rest of the world has moved on to um, this new cryptocurrency, haven't they? When was that? Did you not remember? In um, 2029? 20... Yeah, 2029. I'm old, Martin. Well, yes. So are you. <laughs> Indeed, we both are. Yeah. Um, you mean after Bitcoin tanked finally? Yes, yes. So this, okay. well, we, we may as well reveal the um, uh, one part of the success was the <laughs> please the development of the <laughs> Linux in laws coin. <laughs> and, and exactly. Now we go again about Martin Martin's <laughs> Ethereum successes. <laughs> No, Martin actually did his own cryptocurrency called yes. in Lost Coins. Yes. yes, yes Too yes, bad yes. it tanked about two months after the initial no, ICO. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was just a small hiccup. That, after that, sorry, that was, was, that was the, the prototype, exactly. Currency. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Your memory Martin is really bad, isn't it? <laughs> you need to read the picture. 
<laughs> Martin, of course, learned from his mistakes and, and yeah. in-laws, in, and in-laws coin, coin 2.0 was much more successful. It lasted for about three weeks instead of two. <laughs> We're now version version uh, ten point one. No, Martin is working on exactly version twenty seven thousand four hundred and forty seven. It's not a complete mistake. Well done, Martin. Well done, Martin. To, uh, ju just good enough that we had the IPO in place by then already, <laughs> so we didn't have to rely on Martin's do dodgy coins. <laughs> no, 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 they're not called dodgy coins. They're called in the coins. Thought... <laughs> I thought they were going to dodge coins. the wrong coin coins. there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, of course, this is by no means an investment advice. Kids, don't, don't try this at home. Do not invest in bitcoins, if, well, if, even after the revival. Never mind dodgy coins or in-laws coins. Yeah. These well, yeah. cryptocurrencies are highly volatile. You only know what you're doing. My advice. No, 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 no. You, well, we actually, we, we had an episode on... on cryptocurrencies in that was in september something. october 2022 yes was that in 2022 as well okay fine. yeah it was yes yes yes, ah, yes. you already things happened in 22 didn't it? <laughs> it always did yes the memory is crystal clear for that laid, you, you laid out the flawed concept of something called in-laws coins yes then and there if i recall correctly that is. i think anyway. that was that was probably the first iteration yeah yes yeah. the prototype mm, mm. <laughs> As in the pre-prototype that, 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 thankfully enough, never made it out of the dungeons. <laughs> yes, yes, but then I, I also highlighted the successful production version. Hmm. About 10 years after that, yes. Maybe 15. Before we before we leave this episode, as uh -huh. in kind of, before we close this off. Oh, yes, yes. This, this review thing. Uh, there are two important subjects that we should just tackle. Oh, yeah. Namely, was it really worth the whole thing the the whole time, the last 22 years? Well, that's, that speaks for itself, no? Otherwise, you, wouldn't be, doing years, it, kind of you wouldn't be doing it for so long. I mean, the ups and downs. <laughs> I mean, there was this incident where, as I said, uh, as, as, yeah, as we discussed, a couple of unfriendly takeover attempts. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, but then we managed to salvage the war at the mm. end of the day. So I reckon that's good news. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, um, it's, it's, it's good news. It, um, it's been fun. Uh, Any other troughs that come to mind? Troughs. Yeah. Um, some things we could have done better. Things we could have done better. Um, yeah. I mean, you, pro, pro... <laughs> I mean, your coin thing—that your coin disaster was probably not the, not the greatest idea. No. And no. for the uninitiated, Martin tried a few ICOs and that failed miserably. We discussed <laughs> the details early on. We did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Detail further details maybe on your on your favorite news archives <laughs> mm. or not. Yeah. Um let's see what else. What else? Yeah, I think the uh, the biggest um uh, I guess I guess drawback is that we, we left the sponsorship really late, right? So which meant that we were um Fighting infrastructure for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, Martin, you always had this crazy idea of going for an IPO right away. I mean, I could just keep you in check for the first couple of five, uh, years. Well, I it's, think it's, five a bit, this, it's a bit difficult doing an IPO without being listed. <laughs> 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 hmm. 
but Martin, uh, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the really the great the really great yeah. things that comes to mind was actually your your excellent expertise on bot programming because that really finally drove up the numbers. Fair ah, play yes, to you. bot programming. The, yes. The, yeah. The, the trouble, of course, is <laughs> that actually <laughs> that actually hmm. Cyberdyne sent a Terminator back in time to rectify this because oh, of some shorting of our, of our stock. But, um... Ah, uh, I see. But yeah. needless to say, Martin's, Martin's, Martin's game, clever yeah. AI uh, instances uh, kind of detected this early on, and this yep. attempt was futile, needless yeah. to say. Hmm. Um, again, the rest may be on your favorite news archive site. So, Martin, the very final question, actually, would, would, would you do it again? Well, you don't need to do it again. <laughs> we, 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 we've, we've already done it. <laughs> We're doing another thing for you. Yes, um, that's right. Okay. <laughs> why, why, why not? Just well, because you're twenty because years be, old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this alternate carbon thing really worked well. So mm. why not? Why not give it another go? I no, mean, no. But we don't need to do twenty-two years again because we were done twenty-two. So we just do that another thing. Yes. That's, that's that's that makes more sense. I mean, I mean, given I mean, picture this. You're for some strange odd reason, never mind um, coincidence, whatever you want to call it, mm. maybe manifests folding in the wrong way. You're back in 2019. It's November. Yeah. You're back in Prague. You're in this, <laughs> you're in this IPO. In the room with people, yes. yes. In, in the craft I, bar. I remember, and there's yes. this nutter talking to you about this kind of strange fucked up idea of doing a podcast on open source. Mm-hmm. You would yeah. still be game. Well, good thing you stepped in at the time because then we got rid of the nuttery. <laughs> Smart thinking, Mr. Mitchell, just in time. Uh, now that all questions have been answered, uh, let's reconvene in another kind of 22 hmm. years. Chris, we have some feedback. Oh, we do indeed. Yes. Why don't you read it? And then I'm going to tear this apart. No, I'm joking. Uh, so. Episode 56. That uh, was the Slackware one, right? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brian in Ohio has kindly commented, and he says, uh, what? This guy doesn't use Slackware? How can he have a user perspective? Well, if you are a user, uh, if you use it, then obviously um, he has used it, so he has a user perspective. Anyway, um, you should interview Klaatu or Zen Floater to get a user perspective on Slackware. Listen to the previous HBR by the aforementioned Zen Floater on the Alive and Well Slackware 15. One last thing, dependency management is available if you use Slack builds to add third-party software. You must add the dependencies yourself and listen to GNU World Order for a better explanation. These guys need to listen to HBR, not just use it as a no-cost place to host their mediocre content. <laughs> nice one! Brian, Thank you, no, Brian. Yes. Brian, that was very in, 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 in insightful. Let's put it this way. Needless to say, we have to edit this because we we do not necessarily plug other other podcasts <laughs> that are mentioned in comments. No jokes aside, of course, mm. uh, people people feel free to check out New World Order and other podcasts touching on the subject. But needless to say, the reason why we brought Lars on the podcast was a simple one. He has, but he had been using it at the time. He had been using uh, Slackware for at least 10 to 15 years. Um, and that was actually the reason why we brought him on, because of his comprehensive Slackware experience. And Klaatu or Zandfloater, if you're listening, needless mm. to say, 
get in touch, and we are more than happy to do a second episode on Slackware with you being around. The yep, email right. address is feedback at linuxinlaws.eu. Simply send a mail, and we'll take it from there. And Brian, of course, you're more than happy to also come with the podcast for more for more insightful. This is the Linux in-laws. You come for the knowledge. But stay for the madness. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. This podcast is licensed under the latest version of the Creative Commons license. Type attribution share alike. Credits for the intro music go to Blue Sea Roosters for the song Salute Margaret, to Twin Flames for their piece called The Flow, used for the segment intros, and finally to Celestial Ground for their song Sweet Justice, used by the Dark Side. You find these and other ditties licensed under CC at Chimando, a website dedicated to liberate the music industry from choking copyright legislation and other crap concepts. <laughs> Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons attribution 4.0 international license. <laughs>